Welcome to Military Network Radio, where we'll bring dynamic interviews and fresh information about topics affecting your quality of life at each stage of your military service. Join us each week for information of value that improves your outlook, actions, and encourages each member of the family. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Everyone serves, and together we make a difference. And now, here's your host, Linda Crater. Welcome to Military Network Radio. We are very glad that you have joined us today. I am joined today by Justin Constantine. Good morning, Justin. Well, good morning, Linda. As, as always, it's great to be here. These shows uh, are the highlight of my day when I get invited here, so thank you. Well, that's high praise coming from someone who travels around the world, going, <laughs> giving wonderful speeches and talks everywhere. Well, thank you for that. We are going to be talking about something today that I think will resonate with most everyone who has gone along the military journey, because there are so many phases of that journey, the beginning and transition and other phases as you go on through life. And we're going to be talking about introspection and writing and talking and expression. And we're going to be speaking with the author of an amazing book called From the Situation to the Destination. Let me get that right. From the Situation to the Destination. And I think we can all agree that life is a journey on its own. And then when you add the military culture and experiences and the breadth of experience, it's a really interesting way to go. So Justin is also an author. We're going to be talking to author Leslie Diller today. And Justin, just for a few minutes, let's talk about writing as a tool to look inside and to better understand matters of the head and the heart for veterans and their family, because this is not something that just affects the service member or veteran. No, you're exactly right. And um, I've read... I've written, you know, different thoughts down along the way. So has my wife. So have other military spouses. In fact, my wife went on a writing retreat a few years ago just for military spouses. And it was up here in New York, and they had some mentors who were in the industry. And so a number of the military spouses have incredible stories to tell, or caregivers. I shouldn't just say spouses. They're caregivers, too. They had incredible stories to tell, but really didn't know how to do it. And uh, or maybe felt like that shouldn't be a priority, but they learned that their thoughts are important, and it does take you have to create time and space to do that, and and they were encouraged to do it, and the output from that was was fantastic, and so I'm glad that we have a, a veteran on here today. I can't wait to hear what she has to say because um, it is important. I, I've gone back and looked at things I wrote five or six years ago when I was still struggling with my recovery and it was eye-opening for me to mm-hmm. remember those thoughts and and those struggles and I, I don't want to forget them so I, I hope that all veterans who are listening today and caregivers and spouses feel the same way after they hear from our guests you know beautifully said because I think if one takes the time to be introspective and self-aware when you are experiencing those things, as you said, you don't want to forget them because it is a journey. And when you look back, I think you were probably astounded at how far you had come yeah. from your okay, yeah, yeah, from your initial thoughts to where you are. And yet, if you don't note those things or express how you're feeling at the time, you're missing out on 
somehow knowing that you have that depth of feeling. We know about the feeling of numbness that can come with PTSD. We know that shock and injury can kind of short circuit your brain for a while for many. But if you can become unstuck by expressing those things in a safe, private, trusting right. place, in other words, a piece of paper, it's private. Right. And I, I think that so often it's overlooked as an option for healing and recovery. And I wish it would be more promoted because it can help you resolve internal conflicts. When they're on the paper, somehow it just comes back and looks right at you in a way that looking in a mirror can't. Does that make sense? No, it makes a lot of sense. And plus, yes, it's great to have conversations and uh, whether it's through counseling or just with a friend or, or whomever about the issues, but there's a lot more permanence when you take the time to write it down. Because as you described, even if it's just a piece of paper, uh, it's there forever and, or until you destroy it. But you can sit and, and think about what what's the right word, what goes next, what am I really trying to express, mm-hmm. scratch through things, add things. And you can't do that in real life, of course, with a conversation. So it actually can be uh, very therapeutic if that's what if that's what mm-hmm. you have going on or it can be incredibly enlightening to other people or, or both frankly or or it's just something that you're proud of because you took the time to write it and this is your thought your experience that no one else quite had that same thing and maybe other people will benefit from what what you wrote there it's that was so nicely said because when we write our own thoughts sometimes we think we're alone And then you realize, wait a minute, I'm not that different. I'm not alone. And others are gaining benefit from it. And what is one of the biggest things we can do to heal ourselves is to help others. And so I think that those blessings that are put on paper, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, all will resonate with people at various times. Let's bring in our guest. We actually have two guests today. We have author Leslie Dillard, who wrote the book, From the Situation to the Destination. And we also have Lawanda Holloman, who has been a previous guest with us, a wonderful, warm woman that we love and adore, a logistics expert, professional leadership development coach. Welcome to Leslie. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to to speak today. Wonderful. And welcome to Lawanda. Good morning and welcome. Uh, thank you for having me on again. Uh, always a pleasure to be here with you, Linda. Oh, that's sweet of you. I'm thinking to myself, we only have women with L names on today. So, <laughs> <laughs> Linda, Leslie, and Lawanda. Okay. That's, that's power so, Justin, right thank, there. Yeah. Yep, thank you for balancing us out, Justin. Appreciate it. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Um, Leslie, let's just start with you and writing and especially poetry, is something deeply meaningful to you. But how did you discover this means of expression? Have you always been a writer, a poet? Talk to us. Well, I, I think I, I always have been. I've always had the gift in me. Um, it's just at some point you have to recognize um, <laughs> that you can use it for something more than selfish reasons. Um, you know, I use poetry to, to kind of uh, even out my temperament. Uh, had some anger issues growing up. Uh, can't tell you why. I had a great childhood. Uh, <laughs> but <clears throat> just had some issues there, and I began to write, but never thought that it would get to a point where I would actually publish a book. Hmm. I love it. Now, Luanda, you're 
obviously longtime friends, military buddies with Leslie. When you have seen and read her work, what's evoking you? Well, let me just say this. I absolutely love and adore her work and her as a person. And uh, when I started um, hearing her poetry, I would look at her and say, you need to do a book. You need to start writing that down and you need to really do something with this because it was so inspirational to hear her put her energy into her work. And so I was just, you're going to write, write a book. (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 and I mean, it was a no brainer for me when I would hear her speak and the passion that she put in her poetry. Um, and then having that personal connection with her um, and how we met and just seeing her do this work was very inspirational to me uh, personally as well. So, um, you know, Justin made some really critical points about how therapeutic it is and how you can see yourself in um what was being written. And when I opened the book from the situation to the destination, just the title itself mm-hmm. was like intriguing. Wow. Right. Because we, we all deal with situations, but oh, there's yeah. an end result to it. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, we all, no one has a perfect quote unquote, perfect life. We're all facing challenges of some sort. Um, and I guess if you haven't, you're very lucky, but your time will come. But uh, uh, so I do think the title is particularly catching. And Leslie, I just want to ask you before we get too deep in here, would you mind just saying a minute, t- telling us about your military background so our viewers can appreciate your, your story a little bit more? Sure. I'm uh, currently in my 35th year of service. I'm currently the deputy assistant commandant here out here at Fort Leonard Wood uh, okay. for the chemical school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started my my career as a private, so uh, wow, it, it it truly has been a a, <laughs> a journey. <laughs> wow, from private to colonel. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's uh, that's about as good that's about as good as it gets. So, is the uh, <laughs> poetry that you write related to your time in the military? Uh, some of it, some of it is. It really is. Um, uh, from a, comes from a spiritual place. I'm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm a believer of Jesus Christ, and so I get these downloads in the middle of the night, it seems, and sure. and I have learned to keep a, a journal by the bed or, or a recorder yeah. so that I can record it in the morning. Um, well, but I'm, I'm all sorry. subjects and, and all things of life I, I deal with in the poetry, and really the bottom line is um, life. You've got to live life. Um, and know what your purpose is. And when you know what your purpose is, life just comes becomes so much easier. Yeah. It doesn't matter what situations you're going through. You know you're going to get through it. Well, you mm-hmm. brought up a couple of great points for our listeners. One is just a practice tip of keeping a journal by your bed. And that's a great idea because we get inspiration at all sorts of weird times. So it's good to, if you wait till the morning, it's not going to be there. And also you identify figuring out um, what's important to you and your priorities. And in that way, when you are facing challenges, you are you do have a roadmap to success because you've already had those successes. So um, we, have, we have a break coming up soon. 
but I'm interested to know how, your background as a as a poet. Like, did you take? Uh, and maybe we can address this just a little when we come back. But uh, a lot of us out here don't have any formal training in writing. We're just trying to figure it out. So I'd like you to think about what it is that made you feel comfortable writing, and how now how how well do you feel like you're connecting with people out there? Is that something you learned over time? Or did you have formal training in that? Oh my goodness, we do have to go on break. So hold that question in your mind. You're listening to Military Network Radio. We're speaking with author Leslie Diller today, and we'll be back after these messages. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. about the Gabrielunzi bear caught rummaging through a refrigerator in an apartment in Colorado? The tenant heard noises coming from the kitchen and saw a bear with his head in the fridge looking for anything it could eat. What's a word for food that's unfit for human consumption? Ma wallop. The tenant locked himself in his bedroom and called for help. What's a word for the fear of bears? Ursophobia. We have lots of bears near our Colorado cabin, and we have been told that pepper spray will keep them away. But the idea that it would keep a 500-pound grizzly bear from attacking seems ridiculous to me. I think I'll try the pepper spray in myself and hope the bear doesn't like spicy foods. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. Leslie, before the break, Justin had asked you a question about how did you become comfortable with your writing? Did it start in a way that you built upon? Uh, Did it spring forth right away? Have you learned much about yourself as you've been writing? Uh, that's an that's an awesome question. Uh, I don't have any formal training outside of just going to college. And my mother uh, was a, a English major and teacher, and so um, words in our household <clears throat> be, became the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I began to write, it really wasn't for anybody else, but for myself um, to to really get an, a better understanding of what was transpiring, what was happening um, in my heart and in my head. And 
and instead of walking around talking to myself, I said, maybe I, I better write this on, on paper. Because <laughs> uh, people already thought I was crazy. So I didn't want to uh, <laughs> encourage that, <laughs> that thought. Um, but when I got to uh, Fort uh, Leavenworth, Kansas, uh, we had a church service there, a gospel service. And someone had, had picked up some of my writing and asked me if I would recite some to to the uh, congregation. And that's kind of really how I got started. Uh, and then we began to see a change over the congregation as the poetry was read. Mm. People began to identify with the emotions and uh, the feelings that were being uh, expressed. And you begin to see a shift in the congregation as people begin to deal with their own issues with a different perspective. That's beautiful. Did you find that you were surprised at the creativity that flowed from you, your gift? Yes. Uh, you know, it blew me away. I was, I was very surprised at, at the response. Uh, the next thing I know, people are telling me I need to publish a book. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was just, that was it. I, when we heard her, when I heard her, um, as she continues to share her story, um, uh, moving along through um, um, through that first encounter in her first, uh, the assignment where she started delivering these um, poems in church and then to the point where we actually met and she did something similar. <laughs> she was in our class and she would recite this poetry and people would be requesting copies of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because I was her friend, <laughs> um, for my daughter's birthdays and all of that, she would do the um, um, amazing work of really hitting right at the heart and the core of who they were and helping them to understand the next transitional phase in their life and how they fit into the larger scheme of things. And so it's very impactful and empowering, um, the poetry that she writes. So um, she had a similar effect in our, um, in our Sunday school class when she would read that poetry. Um, people were, like I said, wanting more and then making special requests for her to do poetry for them for a specific reason or occasion. It's very interesting because I think sometimes we think we understand how we're feeling, but isn't it incredible? when someone else's words address mm -hmm. what we are feeling but have not put out into the world or in writing or, or mm -hmm. anywhere else. That's a, a really huge strength. I know, Justin, you have found that in your writing, that when you put things out that were initially for you, just as Leslie was talking about, that others responded. So that response, I'll say this to both of you, did you find that that response was not only gratifying, but humbling. And, and did it make you want to write more? Well, I'll, I'll let you start. From, thanks. Yeah, I, <clears throat> you, you put that perfectly. Um, it was very humbling because you never, you never realize the impact you can have on someone's life until um, you see their life changed or they come back to you and, you and they say, you know, that piece of poetry that you wrote. Uh, really touched me here at a time when I was at my lowest. Mm -hmm. um, 
it, it does blow my mind to even with the book now being out, the amount of email uh, and text messages I get uh, talking about how a particular piece of poetry uh, helped them see their lives in a different perspective. Uh, we've got a, a terrible suicide rate uh, right. right now, and 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 I've come into contact with people who are, have contemplated. I've been there myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to to be able to to change someone's mindset about life and living is powerful. And I I definitely don't take that uh, for granted or lightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't imagine a, a bigger impact than on what mm-hmm. you just described. Right. Because it is it is distressing, the suicide rate. I mean, yes, in the veteran community, but in the larger community as a whole. And to know that, and so I'm sure you're impacting people who are veterans, but who also aren't. And so just to know that they were considering, you know, taking their own life, the ultimate, uh, and you turned that around for them through your words, that, that's really powerful. And mm-hmm. I think I think it's, it's so it's so great to hear that. I know great's not the right word, but it's so uplifting to hear that. Mm-hmm. And 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 Justin, to your point, I also I talk about self awareness in leadership development mm-hmm. um, workshops. And um, when you when I've encountered um, Leslie's poetry, there's an awareness that you get. And you may not, as Linda talked about earlier, be able to articulate that, but there she has it right there in writing. You can connect with those words and it brings a certain awareness to you about what you're feeling. And then she's funny. I always say that we need people who can make us laugh in our lives because I'm not funny. And she is notorious for putting that spin on it to make that difficult situation seem like you can just exhale and you can laugh about it because you're going to make it through. You're going to make it through. Delonda, that must be pretty cool for you when you're giving, when you're doing what you do, leadership um, and, and coaching, and you're able to use uh, Leslie's words and her poetry as part of that, and you get to see the benefit that people share. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A prime example was this weekend, or, or this past weekend, I was um, doing a seminar. Um, it was loving parenting when dealing with unlovely issues, and I closed with one of her poems that was so on point, and I had women asking me, um, tell me the author's name again. We got the name <laughs> of the book. <laughs> Yeah, Tell me the I said Leslie Dillard from the situation to the destination. It is that impactful. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Leslie, do you have any shifting gears a little bit? Not everyone, um, like I had a mother who was an English major also, so I can relate to, <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's good and bad sides to that, you know, like Absolutely. don't make a at the kitchen table <laughs> or dining table to that mom. But uh, for those who, who don't have that background or don't have that comfort, do you have any recommendations on other, other things or tactics people can use who want to be creative, who want to get these emotions out of their body and, and express it with anyone else? Have you seen things that work out there? <clears throat> well, what I, um, I actually started a spoken word ministry at the church mm. uh, that I'm currently attending. 
-hmm. And the way I started them was just, I, I gave them a word and just told them to write about that word. Okay. Whether it rhymes, it, it because I'm not formally trained. Yeah. You know, to me, it's all about what God has given us and what He has put in us. So sure. I just told them to start writing, and so what I would advise anyone who who wants to get into poetry or just writing in general, just write. Mm -hmm. See what what part of my problem was. It, it took me seven years to get this book out, and <laughs> Lawanda <laughs> will testify to that. Um, <laughs> One, just being disobedient to what God told me to do. <laughs> because I just didn't believe the impact of the words. Mm -hmm. I, I really didn't. So um, what I would tell people is just write what's in your heart. And whatever you can put on comes out of your head and out of your heart. You put that on paper. And I got so wrapped up in trying to make it perfect. Yeah. Trying oh, yeah. to edit it and all of that as I'm writing. No, get it out first and then give it to somebody else to edit. And, that, and that's exactly um, right. I'm sure the one that you see is uh, when you're coaching and helping folks that we are our own worst critics. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, so we're so worried about, as Leslie said, making it perfect first time out. And, and why bother? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I struggle with too. So I, I understand this. I'm a perfect But why does it have to be perfect when it first comes out? We can clean it up later. The hard part is getting those words on paper. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's the start. It's and the start the first letter and that is the S self awareness. Mm -hmm. We gotta become aware that you know. And something that I took away from uh, my military background is that a eighty eighty percent solution on time is better than a hundred percent solution <laughs> too late. Right. So exactly. it's it's like what Leslie's saying here. Pick a word, start to write. And then share that. And then you can get, naturally, you can get feedback on whether or not it's a good idea. You just start sharing sure. what's, what's there. So, um, yeah, I, I like that. Just take a word, write about it, and, and get it on the page is a good tip to I, get I would started. also insert something else here as an observer and a lifelong reader and lover of words. We, we mm -hmm. don't use a lot of words in our vocabulary or our vocabulary is more limited is what I should say and I happen to love words because I think that there are so many in the language that are so evocative and provocative that we don't actually use so word games were big in my house as my children they have mm -hmm. wonderful vocabularies but I think when you talk about just putting it on paper often what you're getting in that first authentic dump data dump or information dump is the raw emotion and that part can be refined with other words later on mm -hmm. but if you don't get out the emotion you miss out on the connection you may be technically correct as writing so i i say to all of you i think sometimes it's less about being polished and more about being authentic that will mm -hmm. connect with people so we're going to go on another break i apologize for talk about this for a long time and we have a good half hour more so we are listening uh, to uh, the situation to the destination written by Leslie Dillard and we'll be back after these short breaks we're military network radio and we'll be right back after these short messages It's the Fitness 
Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Did you know that the average teenager drinks twice as much soda as milk? Since 1983, sugar consumption in the U.S. is up 28%. Why is that? There are several reasons, but one of the most common is soft drinks. 20-ounce beverages have become the norm, and it's not surprising to find that 43% of our sugar comes from drinks. Sugar is blamed for poor nutritional diets. USDA data shows that people whose diets are high in added sugar eat less calcium, fiber, iron, protein, and many other important nutrients. Fat-free foods are also a culprit. Since sugar is fat-free, many people tend to think it's okay to eat as much as they want. Remember that just because a food is fat-free does not mean that it's calorie-free also. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. some fun facts about noses and ears I'll bet you didn't know. Did you know your ears secrete more earwax when you're afraid than when you aren't? And generally people with asthma have better hearing than those who don't. Now here's a word for you. When someone gets their ears pierced, they're actually piercing their pinna. The pinna is the fleshy part of the earlobe. Did you know it's possible to sneeze so hard you can break a rib? That happened to my husband's secretary once. And according to research, you'll blow your nose 250 times this year. Scientists have also determined that the smell in your right nostril is more pleasant, while the smell in your left nostril is more accurate. By the way, twice as many men as women can wiggle their ears. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We're continuing our discussion with author Leslie Dillard. Leslie, on the break, we were talking about questions that you were asking yourself. And and one of the big ones that was a turning point in your writing career was, why me? Can you tell us in what context you were thinking, why me? In every context imaginable. Anything that happened, uh, because in our minds, at least in my mind, I'm like, Lord, I have done all of these things. Um, I'm, I'm trying to live right. I'm loving people. I'm caring for people. I'm giving. Um, yet these bad things keep happening to me. Um, and, and so, you know, you look up in the sky and you say, Lord, you know, why me? <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, he came back and said, why not you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but in, in order for me to get an understanding of, of my purpose and why we do go from situations uh, and, and the troubles and the things that we go through in life, uh, you know, veterans suffering with mental health, with homelessness, you know, veteran women not being taken seriously, not employed as as men are employed um, equitably. You know, you, you wonder, well, I, I did the same thing that they did. You know, I, I gave a career, in my case, almost 36 years now, um, to an organization to fight for my country, yet I'm not getting what I think I should in return. And so writing helps me get to the core of 
Why does that happen? And why specifically is this particular situation happening to me? But what I've found through my writing is that we all have a purpose to share what we've been through Mm -hmm. because we don't have a testimony if we never go through a test. And so being able to take your particular situation and show others how you got through that to your destination, whatever that is, is is key and critical to how we all live and interact with, with each other as we make all types of transitions in life. I think I think that's really powerful. Thank you, Leslie. I imagine uh, the Wanda, what Leslie just said is important in what you do too, because if you, I would imagine if you're trying to help people uh, move on or, or, or be better at what they do or find more impact in life, they have to understand their baseline and really do some introspection before they can do that. Absolutely. Absolutely, because it's critical, and that's why I start, at my, my, my whole acronym is START, and the first part, again, is self-awareness, mm-hmm. because we need that baseline to understand, here's where I, where I am right now, and if we don't know where we are right now, we don't know when we, we don't give ourselves credit for making the progress that we've made, so it's important to be able to literally see yourself and then watch yourself evolve. So you get that baseline, you find your voice, you share your voice, and then you use that voice to influence positive outcomes. So um, that's huge. And I see that in her poetry as well. And hopefully um, before we conclude today, we'll get to hear at least some of it, of one of the pieces. I want to go back to what Justin just said, or what you just said, and apply it to Justin. Mm -hmm. Justin, one of the big messages that you give when you speak is, you're stronger than you know. And did that not come directly from your introspection, your self-awareness, and your writing? Mm -hmm. No, you're you're right. And um, it's not about metrics, really, because that that word isn't really applicable here. But um, the one is right because you, you you don't know how far you've come if you never know where you started. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I was injured, obviously, significantly, but and I wrote about different things and and I spent a lot of time identifying, actually, you know, I'm in a much better place than I am now before I was injured. And I survived something that could have very easily killed me mm-hmm. because, I mean, I'm part of it, but really it's a community around me my wife and friends and the people on the battlefield that day. And, and we are stronger than we think we are, but uh, Leslie talked about tests and testimony, and we, we don't know how strong we are until we are tested. Mm-hmm. And when we dig deep, we find resources that we may not have known we had before. And and that's what probably some of what Leslie talks about transition, I imagine, is part of that. Uh, Leslie, when you talk about there are a lot of different transitions, when you talk with folks, what are some of the different transitions you see people facing besides just leaving the military? Well, of course, the biggest one is leaving the military to civilian life. Sure. But transitions from uh, being single to married, Mm -hmm. Uh, from not having children to having children, (laughs) (laughs) major transitions in the life of children leaving home, Mm. Uh, children that get in trouble and parents trying to understand what's going on with them. Their child may, may be in prison now 
Um, and that's a, that's a big transition for a family. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> any type of change that goes on in our lives, I consider a transition because yeah. you've got to do something with it. Mm -hmm. You, you have a choice. You can either lay down and die right. or you can deal with it and live. Well, I imagine now, now when you put in that perspective that when you write about transition, perhaps somewhat generically, I can see why it appeals to so many different people. Because as you say, we're all going through some sort of transition or change. And, and so they can take your words and apply it to what they're going through. Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Think um, about the um, post-traumatic growth that you're talking about, though. Because that's what it really is. When you said you're stronger... Yeah afterward uh you can't have a testimony unless you have a test if you're saying that then you came through that transition and words helped you through that transition and i imagine as you write now leslie because you do know the um, impact of your words on others that does it feel like a heavier responsibility or does it still continue to feel like gifts or as you put it downloads in the middle of the night it, it it doesn't feel as much a responsibility as understanding the gift that that God has given me and my responsibility to to use it. Mm -hmm. I, I I I have learned not to take on the burdens of the world because that was killing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and everyone else, right? <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm like, I'm going crazy because I'm taking on everybody else's burdens. I had to reverse that and say, Lord, why did you give me this gift? Mm -hmm. And words have power. You know, uh, I believe it's in Proverbs that we say the power of life and death is in the tongue. Mm -hmm. And so I apply that to writing as well. Any words that you put out there will either bring life or death to the audience that you're, you're speaking to or you're trying to reach. And so I look at, at this gift as a gift to be able to save lives. And mm -hmm. that's, again, coming back to what you meant is your purpose. And when you have words to give as a gift and the outcome is that you are saving lives, you are touching lives, you are enriching lives, that is your purpose, I believe, is what you're sharing with us today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's, mm -hmm. it's important for people to understand, <clears throat> first of all, what's important in your own life. And then if you're struggling, you know, you take what's in your head and in your heart and you put it on paper. And I tell you, uh, the answers can, can really come off. The, it's like they rise up off the paper. Like, wow, I didn't see that. Yeah. Or I didn't mm -hmm. realize I had that in me. And so then you can you're able to deal with whatever your 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 uh, your issues are, and better to cope with what's going on in your own life. Luanda, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but when you work with with folks on exactly what Leslie's talking here, talking about here about what's your purpose, what's important to you, and, and how you embrace that, how, how do you how do you do that? What what are some tactics you use to help people with that? Well. One of the things, again, with self-awareness is, is to have them identify um, in several areas what's most important to them. 
in your uh, for yourself, which is one category that people leave out. Like, because if if you can't take care of yourself, you're no good for taking care of anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, what is the thing that you like to do that helps you take care of yourself? And then within your family, what are those things that you like to do um, to keep yourself healthy and 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 whole? Sure. Uh, then on your, on, in your workplaces, what is that ideal job that if, if you could do this thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? So I go through an exercise and then in your finances, which is another critical area, mm-hmm. where would you like to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and all of this is not that I'm already there, but what would I like to see in these areas? And then from there, What's causing you the most grief right Mm -hmm. now? Mm -hmm. And pick that one thing and then let's do a deeper dive into that to see if we can see progress in that one area that's going to impact every other area in your life. Um, And so uh, another way I like to balance this and we can't get it all in here, but it's take the thing that gets you the most emotionally charged over Mm -hmm. that upsets you and the thing that really lights you up and makes you happy. Look at the similarities between those two and in where those two meet, there's alignment and there is your purpose. And that is where you can begin to start to make a difference because now you'll begin to, to um, shape all that you're doing around the things that matter most to you that bring about positive outcomes, not only in your own lives, mm-hmm. but in the life of others. So it's not, not about you per se, yeah. but it is, you know, it's finding yeah. that place of where you add value. Sure. Yeah, and that, that that's so critical, uh, especially if you um, sounds like you're telling people not to bite off more than they can chew, but to work on these things one at a time, and and soon you'll have a great package. Now I see why you two are such good friends and go back so far. Sounds like you're <laughs> speaking exactly the same message here. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, one is an expression out verbally, and the and both of them are actually verbally, but also in writing. And so, yes. th- this duo has has been on my list to put on here, and I, I'm I'm just excited to have them today. I love that words have power, and that looking at what is serving you and what is not serving you, I think that's phenomenal to know that self awareness. We have our last break coming up, and we'll be back after the break with more from Leslie Dillard and the situation to the destination. We'll be right. back. Back. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature. 
and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. make gladden girls but they seem to burden guys that's what a recent study by live science says women respond with happy gratitude when they receive a present but when a man unwraps a gift he immediately feels a sense of obligation to the giver even those women who really don't like getting presents are pretty good at faking a smile what do you call a person who fakes a smile an exodesiast According to psychologists, men tend to keep mental notes of what they got from whom and check it against their own generosity. Women, on the other hand, take gift-giving much less seriously. I guess ever since Eve gave Adam the apple, there's been trouble between sexes about gifts. Have you ever unwrapped a G-Food jet? That's another name for any gift you'd just rather put in the garbage. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. You know, as we head into this last segment, let's talk about what I'm hearing and, and please correct my phrase if it's not the right one. I'm hearing you say that lifting spirits evokes healing. And that's one of the motivators behind your writing this work. And I'd love to hear a piece of your work if you are willing to share it with our listeners. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is called Cast Your Cares on Him. Um, and and it's... it's uh, the scripture I use is 1 Peter 5, 6-7, which says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Our Father wants to be intimate with you. He has told you what to do. Cast all your cares upon him. Don't go back and pick them up again. You must be patient and believe. The devil will try to deceive. God's got your front sides, top and back. Our Father in heaven is never slack. No greater friend is there when you're in a bind. His spirit is loving and kind. So sisters and brothers, here's the thing. Wait on Christ, the living King. You see, he patiently waited on you. God will do what he says he will do. Hasn't he always cared for you? Hasn't he proved his word is true? Cast your cares on him each night. The battles are his, not yours to fight. Leave it at the cross. It will be all right. You'll find new grace in the morning light. Mm. Cast your cares on him. Wow. Awesome. Really strong. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, so, it's so powerful and it just flows so naturally. And you know, it's... Uh, I mean, obviously, you're talking about praying and, and having a relationship with Jesus Christ and, and relying on him. But, you know, it also it also ties in with, you know, thinking positive thoughts, going to bed at night with peace in your mind. And then in the morning, you can start fresh and have a great day. And so I think whether someone's religious or not, your message applies directly to him or her regardless. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. 
What I liked is the part where you talked about laying your troubles down at the cross, but don't go back and pick them up again. Yeah. I tend to think as human beings, we often worry things to death, which only wastes our time in the present. Mm -hmm. And so that was so accessible. As Justin said, it was powerful. It flows. It was accessible. It 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 was it was very beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Well, thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you very much. I think it's important um, that we understand. And and I didn't intend for this to turn out to be a particularly religious uh, book, but what God gave me was an introduction to him mm -hmm. wherever you are in your walk with Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whether you're walking with him or not, it still applies. Lay yeah. your troubles down. Don't pick them back up. And, and that's, and that's um, at the core of just writing in general, because when you're writing your poetry or if a listener today is writing a short story or just a thought, you're laying your troubles down. You're laying, you're putting your feelings out there. You're not harboring them. You're not, you know, pushing them down and not dealing with them. And I think there's a lot of just mental health, um, positive positivities that come about just by laying your troubles down, putting, you know, putting them out there and asking others for help. Right. And I, from a leadership perspective and, and a, from a coaching aspect, when we're dealing with issues and problems and things that concern us, it's stepping back, taking time to reflect on what happened long enough to get the message mm -hmm. of growth um, and, and embracing the learning that's inherent with the challenge. And we said it all the time in our military careers when we were dealing with something that was extremely difficult. Here we go. This is our opportunity to excel. So when we can look at problems and troubles in a way that empowers us to come up and become more creative in our resolution, in our solutions to overcoming the challenge, then we're well on our way to moving to a, a, a better and a different place versus allowing that challenge to tear us down. We can, as the title of this book so um, succinctly says, we move from the situation to the destination and that destination that leads to someplace positive is what we're after. So why not create that and be intentional at it when we embrace challenges from a whole different perspective. Yeah, you're right, Luanda, and taking the time to um, think about those, those, the challenges and, and what a great day looks like, how you push past that, what, what would make you feel the best. Like those, those efforts take some time, but then you know what your destination is and you, and you can develop an action plan. And that's what we're used to in the military is what's our mission, how do we get there, uh, we leave room for creativity. We leave room for uh, responding to little obstacles that may come up. But ultimately, at least we know where we're going. And, and that's very true in life. Um, and, and I'm sure uh, Leslie would agree with that because from situation to destination, you have a whole journey in there. And you can control mm -hmm. your attitude along the way. Right. What I okay. also love, yeah. though, is that you don't have a single destination. 
you can teach each, take each situation and move to the next step because we're always growing. We're always mm -hmm. evolving. Perhaps we do have a yes. final destination. I know that I do, but I, I think <laughs> that um, it's, it's an interesting thing because life is full of challenges. And yet, if you look back, I mean, Justin, I've heard you say it in speeches. Um, I know personally, if I hadn't gone through some of the things I've gone through, I'm sure each of you can say the same thing. You would not be who you are today. So you have learned Absolutely. through those things. And being able to express yourself along the journey, whether or not you publish it, share it, or it's a diary for yourself, a journal, you have gotten value by being still and looking inside. How would you encourage people to take the time to do that because we are a very, very busy society. And so often there seem to be quick fixes to things when, no, you didn't get there overnight. So how is it you're supposed to get through something like this overnight? You definitely have to be intentional about your alone time. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm, I guess, fortunate or unfortunate. It depends on how you look at it. I, I, I'm not married, don't have any kids. So, you know, coming home at the end of the day, I'm able to shut out all the noise of the world. Mm -hmm. And I have a favorite chair that I, I sit in and I just mm -hmm. sit. I don't turn on the TV. I don't turn on any music. I don't even begin to cook until I actually take time to decompress from the day and take a look at, okay, what happened today? Was it positive? Was it negative? How did I react to that? And then what could I do to, to, to be better in my response and then how did I help someone today? Because ultimately, we're here to be servant leaders or servants, um, as God commanded us to be, and love one another. And that's really what I try to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Leslie, I, I couldn't agree more. And I, I think we, we know people throughout time have, have taken it. We're learning more about their habits, uh, people that we look up to, and we know that they take time to go on walks and think about things. And as you said, mm -hmm. decompress from the day and create time that's just for us. I, I think it's critical. Um, that being said, uh, now, now that you've done with this book, I'm sure you're racing to do something else. So what, uh, what, what's next for you? <clears throat> well, I'm actually working on a new book. <laughs> uh, so, so prayerfully that, that will uh, will come out at the end of the year, so I'm looking forward to that and, and what God is revealing in that book, um, I, I believe will help a lot of people to get to the point of being still and knowing who God is or, or being still and knowing who you are. Um, so that's kind of the direction that book is, is taking. Is that a book of poetry or is it prose? No, it, it's going to, uh, it, right now it has nothing to do with poetry. It's uh, okay. really just talking about being still and, and allowing God to use you and to flow through you mm. to have a positive impact on others' lives. I love it. Before we run out of time, Leslie, how do people find out more information about you and your work? Well, my webpage is God First Productions LLC, just like it sounds, dot com. Um, they can book me to come and speak and and read, uh, or uh, they can order the book uh, off the website. They can also go to Amazon.com and order the book. I, I, lo I love the emotions this brings up, and I, I think you will also have people listening today who will say, 
you know, I, I didn't think my words had value. I doubt that they could help someone else. But often it's just taking that pen to paper the first time or to your laptop, whatever it may be. And so you open the door for expression and reflection and growth. And I think that's a gift above all. Dustin, would you like to add to that? I, I do I do agree with that. I would just like to ask Leslie a quick question. I know we mm -hmm. only have a couple minutes, but do you feel when you do these talks and, and when you talk to folks who have read your your beautiful words, who gets more out of it? You or them? Great question. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I we I get do. a lot out of it too. <laughs> I, I would imagine though that it's I'm sure the the listeners do, but I would imagine it because you're thinking about growth and you're thinking uh, about you know just putting yourself and others in a good place. That must be that must be very um, enriching and empowering for you when when you do these events. It is. It is. I I get such an energy yeah. uh, when people send me emails or talk to me about how how the book has impacted their lives. Um, you know, we had uh, one of our leaders here on uh, on Fort Leonard Wood tell me, uh, his wife told me, how did you know I needed this? Wow. I mean, that that right there said, said it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Leslie and the Wanda, thank you so much for being on with us today. I think we learn, again, so much from our right. guests and the word. Again, the book is From the Situation to the Destination. And... Uh, it, it's it's just so interesting to know that words do have power. They can be shared. And in fact, when you put them out into the world, they may have effects that you never, ever anticipated at all. It's a gift. And thank you for sharing it with us today. You're listening to Military Network Radio, and you can find out more shows at militarynetworkradio.com. Thank you for visiting with us today. We'll be back next week. Thank you for tuning in today to Military Network Radio. You can find our show at our website, www.toginet.com forward slash Military Network Radio. Also, www.militarynetworkradio.com and in iTunes under Military Network Radio. Join us next week when we bring you another program to enhance your